Post-traumatic growth versus post-traumatic stress. We are trying to understand that. And in order to experience post-traumatic growth, there's a set of circumstances that you face and they need to seriously challenge your understanding of the world and your place in it. The trauma shatters previously held ideas, overwhelms your initial capacity to cope, and you need to reconstruct a new narrative with that experience as part of your life. After struggling with a major life crisis or traumatic event, it is indeed possible to experience positive growth. And uh, this is from Elemental Medium, just as an introduction to what we're talking about. But Paula Quincy, relationship expert, joins us to give us more of a detailed view on this um, issue. Paula, good morning and happy Tuesday. Hi, Asanda and team. Happy Tuesday. How are you feeling today? Good, thanks. And you? I'm good. Thank you so much. I kind of went fast forward a bit there, but let's go back. What do we... What do we explain as post-traumatic growth uh, and then how it differs from post-traumatic stress? So post-traumatic growth is actually a positive psychological change that comes about from struggling through some sort of traumatic or highly challenging life situation or circumstance. So, for example, the pandemic right now, it's challenged us and, and stressed us out on so many different levels. Whereas post-traumatic stress disorder is, you know, the, the negative effects of um, what, what we experience when, um, it, you know, they, people have gone through a traumatic event or they witness something and it can have serious psychological effects on them, you know, where they're not able to cope. It affects their moods, it affects their sleeping patterns, eating patterns, and just their ability to cope with life in general. So... Does there always have to be a struggle before positive growth, uh, what's this, uh, post-traumatic growth can happen? Yes, and I mean, struggle can vary because, you know, people experience different things in different ways. So, so struggle can, can be different things for different people. But it's definitely a challenging time in your life or a challenging situation that you're facing that challenges you on different levels. So is it healing then? Can we say it's a similar uh, concept? Yes, absolutely. And so the healing can take place in, in, in what can come about in five different ways. So the first is through um, education or awareness, then through regulating your emotions and processing your emotions, um, actually actually talking out about it in terms of how this experience has affected you, you know, and then through changing that narrative from a, from a negative to a positive, and then um, the ways of, of do your own personal healing journey is by doing things of you know random acts of kindness, random random acts of kindness, or giving back to others or serving others. Okay, so let's let's focus on that then. How uh, positive, uh, sorry, post-traumatic growth uh, does you know play itself out? So this kind of positive change and growth after a trauma or after a struggle. How does it occur in one's life? You're saying random acts of kindness is one way. What are the other ways that it can show itself? So once you've been through a challenging time, it's about, first of all, you know, understanding the context of the situation. So, for example, with a pandemic, before the pandemic happened, we thought that, you know, our jobs were secure, um, you know, it, it was safe for us to go out and socialize and mix with other people and that belief system has been challenged by the pandemic we've had to change our behavior because of the pandemic so for example um, physical social distancing mm. 
And so now we've had to get educated about the virus and how the virus can be transferred and transmitted and what the side effects are. And as more and more cases and evidence have come about, it's challenged our beliefs and it's changed what we knew back then, pre-pandemic, to what we know now. So there's been um, a, a different awareness and different education based on facts and evidence that have come about. Then from an emotional regulation point of view, it's about really understanding how this has impacted you. So some people have felt anxious, some people have felt guilty, some people have felt angry, um, you know, and they just because we don't understand and it's because it's challenging us on a very deep personal level when it comes to our emotions. So talking about those emotions, um, which is the next step in, in terms of, you know, um, actually reflecting and reflecting in different ways. Mm. You know, people have been searching for purpose and meaning in life. People have been questioning their lives, um, questioning their lifestyle, and they've made a lot of changes as a result of the pandemic, which can be which has been positive in many ways. Um, you know, people have got healthier. They've changed their lifestyles. They're working from home. They're not commuting. There's less stress in their lives. So it's looking at change negative into a positive those are some examples of how post-traumatic growth can happen okay let's take a short break i want to discuss how uh if this all results then in personal strength and some sort of resilience uh talking post-traumatic growth versus post-traumatic stress with paula quincy our relationship expert part of our wellness corner here on sound awake let's take a short break a warm series of honor and pride celebrating contributions made by fathers from their children's point of view. We put in the spotlight inspiring stories about exceptional father figures that have greatly impacted and continue to have a positive role in their children's lives. A chance to show perfect imperfections. My Father, My Hero, Sundays at 8 on SABC2. You belong. A year a mother will never forget. The year a son never returned home. 2012. South African mine workers went on a wage increase strike that led to what would become a national tragedy. A mother's longing for her son's voice. His phone is off. All she can do is nothing but wait. Don't miss the gripping documentary Mamwe Getsi, Thursday, 26 August at 9.30 on SABC2. You belong. Asanda Beda on SAFM. Talking to Paula Quincy, relationship expert, about post-traumatic growth versus post-traumatic stress. So, uh, Paula, I mean, you mentioned earlier at the beginning of our chat that we don't all have the same takeaways from uh, situations of struggle and trauma. We don't deal with it the same way and move forward with it with the same lessons. So these issues that we just discussed now, the positive change in growth and how it occurs, will it always result in personal strength and resilience? Yes, it can. If the person does the work in terms of, you know, processing what they've gone through from a traumatic perspective and turning it into a positive and and understanding and reflecting of how this has potentially benefited them in a positive way. So as you said, you know, being more resilient for some people, we know we've changed our lifestyles. Or um, we feel better about ourselves because we're spending more quality time with our families or our children that potentially we didn't do before. We're less stressed because we're not commuting to work and stuck in traffic every day for those that are working from home. So there's been positive shifts, but it's being able to recognize those positive shifts. Certain groups of people or certain uh, professions 
Will those exposed want to be more post-traumatic growth inclined? I'm thinking of emergency workers and maybe we're talking gender-based violence, survivors of that. Will there be certain groups uh, in society and certain professions that are more post-traumatic growth inclined because of their experiences? So, yes, it depends, obviously, on how, you know, you know the, what you're exposed to on a daily basis and an ongoing basis. And we all know that our frontline workers have, have been at the brunt of it and that, you know, from the, the, the hours that they're working and all of that, there's, there's other factors that come in, like sheer physical exhaustion, mental fatigue, all of those kind of things. But if they have the necessary support in place, like like um, speaking to professionals, getting counselling, um, managing, you know, the, the sort of the work-life balance in terms of mental health and self-care routines, then absolutely, yes, they can. Okay, so how do we better build our post-traumatic growth strength? So... I would say one of the some of the most common ways is about is journaling and journaling about what you're feeling and and um, you know it's, it's reflecting on the benefits and how that's benefited you positively versus negatively. Talking to someone about what you're feeling and going through, so either a professional or somebody um, you know that's close to you that you can talk to. Be aware of what you're surrounding. So, you know, you were talking about social media earlier, social media news. So limit your intake of negativity um, to help you cope with situations. And um, also, you know, acknowledge that, you know, some days are going to be good days. Some days are going to be bad days because we're human. And that's part of processing stuff. And um, by taking care of others, so nurturing others, whether it's through giving back to charities, food parcels, et cetera, um, or doing stuff in your community or in your organization, that also helps because it gives you a feeling of doing good or doing better for someone else or something else. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's leave it on that note, Paula. Always great chatting to you. Let's share your social media handles and website. 